What's good, everybody? And this week's episode is brought to you guys by our amazing partners at Skillshare. Skillshare is a one-of-a-kind learning community where you can learn all types of amazing skills, whether creative, entrepreneur, design, and so much more. Guys, you're going to love this episode. There's so much free game given on this episode, but the biggest thing is you guys need to level up and get on these skills, and that's what Skillshare does for you. It has so many classes from web design to Photoshop to Premiere, and there's so many things that you can learn today. And the best part, guys, that it is absolutely free. There's two free months of Skillshare Premium. Yes, that is two free months right now. Use the offer code ROOMMATES at checkout. Go to Skillshare.com. Use the offer code ROOMMATES. You get two free months. Learn a bunch of skills. Level up. Be able to get more resources. Be able to, you know, learn more creative things to make yourself not only more competitive in the market, but to create a better life for yourself. One more time, guys. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. You will not regret it. And let's go ahead and hop into this week's episode. This week on the Roommates Podcast. Next day, I see you with another dude. And she sent me the This is your girlfriend? She's my girl. <laughs> Send me the article to my phone. Send me the article to my phone, G. I thought you were cold. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah. Dang. Yeah. And then what did that? How did that affect you? That's where. The, that's when the red pill came. Mm. Yeah. That's when. That's when. That's where. That's when. That's when Steph started to become cold. So, so yeah. Was it? So this, I've heard two different kinds of stories. Was it a video that you found? Was it just you coming to realization? Was it a book? What was that turning point moment where you're like, okay, I opened my eyes and everything changed? Uh, it was that point, and then when my best friend got her pregnant. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Hafiz, and welcome to another episode, and we are live in Austin, Texas, guys. And guys, I'm really excited about being here in Austin, Texas, because this is a man who I've been watching this content for quite a while. And the dope part about this guy is, I think you could say he has some really cold content, but, but besides that, this guy really cares about helping young men. This guy really cares about building and connecting. And this guy really cares about overall seeing people win. So guys, man, please, please welcome to the show the young legend living, the one and only Steph is cold. Man, what's up, bro? How what up, doing? Steph? What's good, G? Man. <laughs> but I feel like you've been people been waiting for this, man. Oh yeah. Oh, you've been yeah. waiting for it, man. Definitely. Yeah. So Steph, I know who you are for the audience who doesn't know who you are, can you give us a bit of a synopsis. Um for those that don't know me, my name is Stefan Clean Scales. I'm 23 years young from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Shout out. Um, you a Packers fan? Yes. Let's Packers go. Fan. Let's go. Bucks fan. Giannis ain't leaving. <laughs> you know, chill, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bucks fan. Um, I love sports. I'm very competitive. And um, I love what I do, man. That's um, dope. That's what it is. I work out. Uh, I love to work out. Um, yeah, man. I love playing video games, too. <laughs> <laughs> What's your game of choice? Uh, 2K all day. 2K? Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm actually really good. Okay. okay, a lot of people say that though. Yeah, I'm really good. <laughs> I'm real good. I, I think I'm top ten in the world. That's really, yeah, really, think, yeah. really. Not my career, not my player, but play now. Online. Yeah, I'm, play I'm, now yeah, online. Play now online. Yeah, okay. I'm real good. Yeah, dope, yeah. dope, dope, dope. So I think what I want to do is there's so much we're gonna talk about. I'm excited about it. Um, I wanna, I wanna 
a lot of people know Steph today. Mm. I want to figure out how we got to Steph today. Okay. So I like to go back in time. What is a good place to start? If we're if we're tracking the the, the trajectory and the journey of Steph, where is a great place to start? Let's start at start at 14. I like 14. Yeah. Let's go. So I'm 14. Um I'm 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 getting inside knowing about, you know, truth and, you know, um button heads, button bumping heads with my mom. Uh, button heads with a lot of so who, girls. So who did you live with at that time? I was living with my mom at okay, the time. Bet, so bet, I was bet. living with my mom at the time. Uh, we used to always butt, butt heads yeah. all the time. Um, just simply because we never seen eye to eye on things, right? Okay. Uh, my pops wasn't there like that. He was there, mm-hmm. but he wasn't there um, emotionally for me, right? That's Does real. that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And you're in Milwaukee at I the was time. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah, bet, bet. Uh, I had a twin brother. Uh, we two opposites, like oh, complete wow. opposites, right? Yeah. Um. So, I I grew up playing basketball, running track. I thought I was. Um. And this is we're gonna go into this later in in the podcast. Um. I thought I was a good basketball player, and yeah. I got humbled later in life. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. Um. So I was going to the gym every day. Yeah. I was working out every day at the YMCA. Um. Going to this uh, place called the Sewer Springs Center Neighborhood Center, shooting hoops there every day, working out there. And um, all, all I was focused on was going to the NBA. Okay. Um, and all my peers and people were telling me, you know, you need to think of a bigger picture. What about school? Um, still, still going and, and still going through messed up things. Um, um, at home. Yeah. Um, high school. I was fourteen. Was a freshman. I was in a different world from where I was from. Mm. From the hood, but went to high school in a suburb. Okay. That makes so, sense. So it was a it was a different world yeah. out there because everything was like awe to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, from the women, from the, the, the guys, the culture, the food, everything, sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. So that's how it was for me at 14. Okay. And so freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. on a level of one to twi- one to ten on the swag level. <laughs> where was where was Steph at freshman year of high school? Three. Mm. Three. No swag. <laughs> no swag, bro. Yeah. But chicks like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like chick, chicks, yeah. chicks still did, did yeah. me though because yeah. I'm at a suburban school. Yeah. So I'm, I see the I see the play. You're the, you're the, the dude from the hood environment in the suburban school. So the girls wanted that bad boy, that ATL. Right. What's that girl's name in ATL? Uh, Nunu? Nunu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Lauren yeah, London. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, she was yeah, in there. Yeah, I, or yeah, yeah. or Megan Good, one of the it was two. Lauren London. Oh, yeah, Lauren yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was still that guy. He was good at sports, good yeah. at basketball. He was fast at track. Yeah. But I, I was still that guy to them. And yeah. this is like on the other side of the world, not where I'm from. You know mm, what I'm saying? That's real. So, but my swag level as far as like my confidence yeah. and like how I dress was nowhere near where I said right now. Like okay. not even close. Okay. So 16, what's what's Steph like? What's going on? 16, I was a junior. Um, had a girl. Um, I'm on I'm in the I'm in the back in the hood now. Okay. So I transferred high schools. At what at what age? Uh I transferred uh, sixteen. So okay, from fourteen 16. to sixteen. Okay, yeah, yeah. Transferred uh to Milwaukee Vincent. Um this is a different world now. Yeah. This is um fights happening all the time. This is me back in a whole different world. It's two different worlds. Yeah. Um and <laughs> it, it was just rough for me. Mm. I didn't make basketball that year. Um I I ran track that year, but I didn't make basketball that year. That 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 held me back. 
um, was chasing a lot of women. Yeah. Uh, actually, got my heart broke that year as well. Mm. So that sixteen was like my my, my heartbreaking like my heartbreaking moment. Mm. That was like my heartbreaking moment. So man, I feel like so many guys have that story. Mm-hmm. So what so what was it that you felt like caused that heartbreak? Was it you? Was it the girl? Was it this environment? What was the? What? It, it it was me. Okay. It it, it was me. <laughs> I, it, 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 even in even like at fourteen. I was still chasing chicks mm-hmm. and and I never really understood the 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 the, the game aspect of women. Mm. I never understood why is she doing this? Because it was chicks that would lead me on when I was over there in suburban school. Yeah. Chick, like black and white chicks. Yeah. Like it, it didn't matter. They was leading <laughs> yeah. me on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I came on this side, they were still doing the same thing. Mm. Right? They were still um oh why you got male male friends, oh why you texting him? Mm. And 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 it just led down, led down to a big big hole, and then you know she go to college, and after everybody was telling me, yeah, oh, so she was older than you, yeah, she was older than me, okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, she and was then, older than and me, and so basically when she went to college, she cheated on you, yeah, okay, she 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 left me before, oh, she okay, <laughs> yeah, she left me, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. That, you didn't yeah, say that, yeah, 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 you know, because <laughs> you, know, you know it's time, yeah, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's time, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and that's why I tell kids I tell I tell kids like from 16, 17, or even just going in, if you in a relationship at that age and she finna go to college, <laughs> just give it up, bro. Yeah. Especially if she going out the state. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can just you know what I'm saying? You can just give it up. Yeah. No matter what you want to believe. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You can just give it up. Yeah. Okay. So how did that heartbreak shape you at 16? What did that did that make you become more cynical? Did that make you become like what kind of man did that turn you into? Uh it really I was it didn't really it did a little bit of something, but it really ain't like Okay. It okay. really ain't like hit me mm. until the second heartbreak. Oh, and how yeah. old was this one? Like seventeen, <laughs> back to back. Yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Okay, so so why did that one hit differently? Because she sent me the nice guy article. Mm. Nice guys finish last article. Wow. To my Snapchat. Really? That's how she ended it. Damn. It ended it. It ended. We was on Skype talking. I was so beta. We was on <laughs> Skype talking, and I told her on Skype, "I love you." She didn't tell me she loved me back. I said, "You don't love me back. Why you ain't gonna say it back?" I got a story for this later on. <laughs> okay. Okay. And she didn't tell me she loved me back. She yeah. hung up on me. Next day, I see her with another dude, and she sent me the This article. is your girlfriend? She's my girl. <laughs> Send me the article to my phone. Send me the article to my phone, G. I thought you were cold. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah. Dang. Yeah. And then what did that, and how did that affect you? That's where, the, that's when the red pill came. Mm. Yeah. That's when, that's when, that's where, that's when, that's when Steph started to become cold. So, so yeah, was it? So this I've heard two different kinds of stories. Was it a video that you found? Was it just you coming to realization? Was it a book? What was that turning point moment where you're like, okay, I opened my eyes and everything changed? Uh, it was that point, and then when my best friend got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. All right. Back to the interview. So, how the hell did that happen? I don't know, but I know this. 
now that I'm I'm aware now and I understand how 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 men flirt with women and how a woman is choosing. He was doing a lot of signals in front of me that I didn't pick up on, mm. and she was biting the signal. Mm. So when we ain't work, he shot his shot and he scored. Mm. So that's how. That's when I start to come to realization that I got to change. So what did you did you read a book? Did you watch a movie? Did you watch a a, a video? I read I, I read a lot of books, bro. Okay. I read uh, Nice Guys Finish Last. Yeah. I read the Rollo Tomasi book. I read a lot of books. Yeah. Um. But the the biggest book that really changed my life was uh, Practical Female Psychology. Mm. Yeah. That really did it for me. Why? Because it said either you, either you can be a woman's lover, and that's just you being that guy that she finds sexually turned on or you be that better man provider mm. or you can have a little bit of both in you a lot of guys don't have a little bit of both mm. that did it for me I read a lot of books yeah. I read a lot of books um, but it was just like past it was just past experiences too yeah. dealing with different women dating sites yeah. um, 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 real life experiences that I experienced all through life and even seeing secondhand experiences Yeah, and and that, that's what really like did it for me. Mm. Man, this is so interesting because now when I watch your content, it makes so much sense why you speak with so much passion. You know what I mean? Because I was doing a video a couple of days ago and I was like, yo, guys, you don't understand the reason why I'm telling you this because I was there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think it's one thing. I think I always say the best coaches were usually some of the worst players. Michael Jordan wouldn't be a great coach, in my opinion. He's just too damn good. Too good. You know what I mean? He's too good. But a guy like Steve Kerr, who was probably struggling his whole entire life, had to really learn the game to be successful. You know what I mean? And so I feel as though that was one of the biggest things that's helped me. And now hearing mm-hmm. you is like, bro, like this, like this isn't just, you know, a theory. This is real life, real life. transformation yeah. that you had to make in order to be the man you are today. Right. Right. This ain't no people can say it's theories. Yeah. Bro, this is real life. Yeah. And it's proof because not thousands, millions of men experienced or are experienced the same thing I went through. Wow. Not just in in the United States. Yeah. All over. Yeah. So if millions of men are experiencing the same thing I'm I'm going through from um um, not playing varsity basketball because you thought you was good and you wasn't good. Yeah. And and you know what you gonna do after that? Yeah. To being humbled, thinking you the greatest in track and yeah. you not nothing. Yeah. So now what you gonna do with your life? Yeah. So you coming to conclusions that you thought you was good, but you not that good. You too short to play basketball. Mm. You five seven. What you gonna do? You don't got a chance. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, I, it hit reality then. Yeah. So now I was like, okay, now what I'm gonna do with my life? And a lot of guys can relate to that. That's why I tell guys, if you say your purpose is basketball and football and you worrying about a girl, yeah. man, your, your priorities messed up, bro. Mm. So what did Steph end up doing with his life at that point? Um, went to go get a trade, to the uh, forklift license, and I just said, I'm going to work. Sack my money, and then I started doing Herbalife. Because I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, That was my that was my job. After I got kicked off seven, at 17... I said, I said, I just want to be self-employed. Mm. And I'm going to get me a job, get me a skill, something that I can use that's going to make me good money while I'm young to set my bread aside and start my business with. That way I'll be good. I'll be well off later down the road. Mm. And that's that's what happened. That's what I did. At the same time, family was shaming me to go to college. 
Everybody was shaming me. You shouldn't do that. Everybody was doubting me. I went through dark times of those trials and tribulations at a young age. Yeah. So while going through that, that built my adversity up to where I am today. Mm. So that's what I did. I worked at um, this place called um, Viking Electric. I worked many jobs. Mm-hmm. We could pro- I don't know if you want to talk about this. Now I worked many jobs. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. just leave it at that. Nah, man. Nah, this is this is good. And when did you come to um, to Texas? Um, two and a half years ago. Two and a half. And what made you move yeah. here? I just wanted something new. Mm. Yeah, I wanted something new. I wanted to be somewhere hot, not so expensive. Yeah. I wanted something new. Man, Steph, from hearing about your life, I've always said, I have this interesting theory. I want to get too lost into it, that there's certain people who have this superhero power. Mm-hmm. And when a lot of people want to be successful, it's like they don't realize that those who are at the top, some of them did get lucky, but mm-hmm. some of them, they're actually really that good. Mm-hmm. And that superhero power that I see so many people have is perseverance, you know what I mean? And the ability to get up and make things happen. Mm-hmm. So many guys right now are stuck in their hometown, stuck in their city, and they know it's a dead-end job, a dead-end relationship, a dead-end situation, and they're not willing and open to move. So for you to be like, yo, I was up north in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and then it came all the way down to 17 Austin. and a half hours. Austin, Texas to start over. Did you know anyone down here? Nope. Knew nobody down here to start over. What was what is that in you that's able to do that where so many other men can't? I, I what else I'm gonna do? Okay. Where, where 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 did I come from? You gotta some dudes are come from fortunate families. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's nothing wrong with you coming from a fortunate household where your mommy and daddy take care of you. I had the philosophy of what if they die? Mm. Now what I'm going to do? I always had the go-getters mentality because in order for you to be an entrepreneur, you got to have that. You got to have a, a hustler's ambition. Yeah. So I'm like, Man, ain't nothing good going here right now. Ain't nobody doing nothing. Let me move somewhere where it's hot. Yeah. And I was like, what, what's, what's, the, what's the worst thing that can happen? Mm. I come back here. That's the worst thing that can happen. I like that, man. I come back here. Yeah. I can get a job there. It's gyms there. I can train clients there, and I can build from there. And that's what I did. Mm. So from from, from guys, the, see, guys always care about what other people think. That's why they don't succeed. Mm. It, it's not where you at right now. It's where you finish. It's mm. not where you start. Yeah, it's not where you start. Man, I love I love that mentality that you just described because like back in the day when we we're in hunter gatherer societies and we had to go hunt. When the animals moved, you had to move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If we were saying, okay, our primary food is, like, let's say, an antelope. Antelope move. Either we move or we starve. We have to move. Right. But like you say, a lot of guys are complacent. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys ain't that hungry to be like, yo, if I don't move out of this neighborhood, if I don't move out of my mom's house, if I don't move out of my situation, I'm going to starve. Whatever. And like you were like, bro, I'm not going to starve. Nah. It can't happen. Yeah. How, how, how can you how can you even be comfortable with staying with mama forever mm. how, 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 how does that even how can you even date women staying with mama forever yeah and when I say forever I don't mean to like you in a time yeah. I'm saying 25 26 like dang bro what's going on because our prime is in our 30s yeah so we in our grinding years from what? As soon as we leave high school to go to college, we're in our grinding years. Then we hit our prime 30, 33, 35. Yeah. Because that's when we hit our maximum potential on the years that we put in before. Yeah. It's not like women. We're not 
given things yeah. or earned things. In order for you to be respected by other men, you have to have results. Yeah. Women just show up. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's different with us men. But a lot like like at the end of the day, a lot of guys gotta have that mindset to want to improve. They got yeah. they gotta have the mindset to want to change. I can't make you do something you don't want to do, G. Yeah. That's on you. If yeah. you want to stay in your mama house and, and and spend your money on stupid things, buy George every week on that on that two-week paycheck that you only making that eight eight hundred dollars every two weeks, do that. Yeah. And then you tell me. When I go live, hey, I can't move in my mama house, but you making more than enough money to move out your mama house. You don't want to. Mm. You complacent. And that's okay. It's just not okay for me. <laughs> now, that's real, man. And it's so, it's so fascinating because, man, like you said, what happened to men? And one of the things, when you said you read the book, Nice Guys Finished Last, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to bully, nobody, disrespect anyone's mom. But I feel like a lot of dudes being raised by mom were raised to be dependent upon somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? They've been, they were breastfeeding up until 17 years old. You know what I mean? And so the idea of all these things, of going out, doing on your own, making your own money, establishing your life, a lot of dudes waste their 20s, you know what I mean, still staying with mom, still, you know, buying the Jordans, still, you know, faking with the money, buying Cardinals they can't afford. And right now, I'm 30. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm 30. Like you said, now it's, it's gone. It's gone. It's Matthew it's, principle. Now it's not beginning to right. unfold. But what happened was, I see so many of my friends who were in their 20s who wasted it, man. Who wasted those years? Mm-hmm. And so, what what can we do? What kind of message can we give to these young men to prevent them from wasting these really important years that can set them up for success later on in life? Don't waste your life. You only got one life to live. Yeah. Why would you want to waste your life with mama? Mama is the first woman that's in your life to prove whether you got a backbone or you don't. Break that down. What I mean by that is mama is always going to love you unconditionally. No woman in this world is going to love you more like your mama. Yeah. So for you to be complacent with that kind of love that's holding you back, because mm. she was holding me back. Baby, why you moving? Why you ain't Why you ain't going to school? <laughs> Why are you starting a business? Mm. Why don't you just go work a job? Ain't nothing wrong with a job. Yeah. But it ain't for me. Mm. So when you listen to mama, you never going to improve. Because what does mama know about a man? <laughs> nothing. My mama knew nothing about my mama. Gonna, she going to listen to this right now. Right? <laughs> she going to listen because she watched my channel, right? We it's talk real. all the time. Yeah. My mama know nothing about a man. She don't know nothing about a man. She mm. raised me. To be soft. Mm. But I still love my mom. I still got love for her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still That's respect real. her. That's real. But the moment my mama, this is the coldest game I'm going to give y'all right now. The moment my mama respected me is when I moved out. Mm. When I moved out yeah. and I got on my own feet. Yeah. That's when she respected me as a man. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that little boy no more, mama. Yeah. Oh, you can say that all you want. You gotta prove it. Mm. It's the same with these females in the real world. If yeah. your mama can't see you as a real man, and when I say real man, I mean a masculine man. Yeah. What makes you think these females not? Man, Steph. So this is I for man. This is video series. I forgot the name of this video series. This manhood video series from back in the day, mm-hmm. and they talk about the importance of the cutting of the umbilical cord for every single male. And they said that there's actually two cuttings of the umbilical cord that needs to happen. The first one is a physical one on you know during birth, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously that's how you you eat when you're a baby. You can't mm-hmm. eat without the umbilical cord, right. right? 
So what they do is when you be, when you get when you get birth, they cut the cords saying that now you got to eat on your own. Now you are your own independent being outside of this woman, right? But the second one is a spiritual one mm-hmm. where you as a man have to cut it yourself. Where you're like, yo, mom, I'm a man now. I'm not dependent upon you. I love you, mm-hmm. but I'm not your husband. Right. I, I'm my own man. I'm going to get my own place. I'm going to get my own job. I'm going to get my own purpose. I'm going to go my own way. And too many nice guy types are too afraid of telling their moms and cutting that umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. What, 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 what kind of message can you give a guy like that who is too afraid of cutting that umbilical cord and is still you know, being breastfed by mom at 25, 26 and, and older? The message I can give those guys is this, man. Your mama going to respect you when you leave. That's it. it, it why would you even want to stay at home with mama all day anyway? It's time to grow up as a man. The real world is not high school and college. That's not the real world. I figured that out real quick. I thought my mama was rich, man. I thought my family was rich. Mm. But we all was living paycheck to paycheck. All of us. So that's when you start to think for yourself, how can I become so cold that I can take care of my mom? Mm. What man doesn't want to do that? I seen a woman doing Uber Eats at 65 years young. Years old, my bad. Why is she doing Uber Eats? That wouldn't be my mama. But in order for you to take that leap of faith, you got to believe in yourself. Because the leap of because faith is believing what you can't even see yet, G. They got to see that they can become better day by day. So they can, mama, I don't even care what you're talking about, but I got to do what I got to do. Because that's how I was with my mama. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to be with your mama. Because the nice guy... You're never going to get respected as a nice guy. By no, not even by men. What, in your opinion, what's your definition of a nice guy? A nice guy is a guy that's is, is pretty much a yes man. He agrees with everything, whatever, whatever somebody says, mm-hmm. until he's fed up. And when he's fed up, he's still not fed up. Mm. And if he is fed up, he might have an emotional breakdown, like yeah. a woman. Yeah. Right. That that's my definition of a nice guy. A nice guy is always going to hand over his spine and his backbone to anybody. Whether you're in the corporate world, whether you're at home with your mama, your parents, your girl. Mm-hmm. Because whatever they say, go. That's yeah. nice guys. Yeah. And they don't even finish the race. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't even finish the race. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and that's just what it is. Man, going back to that book, Nice Guy Finished Last Guy. Yeah. If you have not gotten that book, get on it. It's an amazing read. Um, one of the things that he talks about, and I talk about it as well, is that a lot of dudes raised by mom were raised to be what they called the anti-man, right? Your daddy was this. Don't be this. Oh, don't be this. I want you to be this kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, your identity is simply what not to be. And a lot of times then you become not confident. You then become not assertive. Mm-hmm. You become having no structure, mm-hmm. no discipline, mm-hmm. right? And then like you're saying, like a lot of these guys believe because mom told them that mm-hmm. if you're this guy, everyone will love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I, if I had a man, I wanted to be like you, son. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like you. There's a reason why mom didn't marry that guy like that. Right. There's a reason why mommy didn't have a kid with a guy like that. Right. There's a reason why mom had a kid with that man. Right. Or like with dad. Right. You know what I mean? Right. If she really liked that nice guy type, then where's those nice guy types in her life? Mm-hmm. And so I, I see so many young men who are caught up in this nice guy mentality because they think that's that's the way it's supposed to be. And I always... This, I always um, 
kind of separate the difference between being a nice guy and, a and, and being exactly. It's a whole complete different ball. Game. Break that down for the people. The, the 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 gentleman is who we are. Yeah. The nice guy is the is the indoctrine. What you just say from birth. Yeah. Gen- it's in us to want to open the door for for the young old lady. That, mm-hmm. That's just in you as a man. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Talking to this clerk while y'all. Hey, how you doing? How your day going? Having conversational skills. You know what I'm saying? That's gentleman like uh, scanning your thing in the gym. Hey, how's your day going? Walk by. You know what I'm saying? That's gentleman like. Somebody need help or something? You help them because you there. Now, the the indoctrine, the the mom telling me buy her flowers. Dog, don't be like your dad. But dad dug you out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Dad dug you out to you bug, right? So why not be like him? Oh, don't don't be like your father. This my, my message to, to moms is why not be like the father if that's what turns you on? Because you know deep down it's something in him that's not good for your past prime years. Mm. That's why you say that to your son because even though you know if your son was the opposite of that, you already know what women are looking for past the prime years. Yeah, You already... Women already know why they do what they do. They just don't know when to tell us. They are walking contradiction, <laughs> right? So when you say, when, like, when, like what you just said about the, the the whole mom thing, right? The anti man thing, right? I just never understood why would a woman ever want to tell me about a woman when she lying? Mm. You lying? So you mean to tell me he no good? But he dug you out. He good. And he ain't get nothing yet. Yeah. But the guy. But, but what did they say? The good guys don't even finish the race. They finish last. Mm-hmm. Who wants to finish last forever? Yeah. What you gonna finish when she forty, and she don't look as good? Yeah. Now she wants you. <laughs> right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, or, or but why my mom never taught me that? Why my grandma never taught me that? Why her friends never taught me that? You know what they did tell me? Keep being the man who you are, Stefan. <laughs> and one day, you'll be blessed. <laughs> and that's a curse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a curse. Yeah. So I like talking about I like talking about these things because that's where it starts from. Yeah. It starts from the mom. Mm-hmm. Where's the father? The father's not there. Okay, why is the father not there? Even if the father is there, he might be beta. He might be the anti-man. Yeah. He might be for the woman. Yeah. And I respect women for who they are. Yeah. But I don't like the disingenuous contradiction gynocentric. I, I don't like it. Yeah, and that and that's the part where I feel like going back to your journey, I feel like every man realizes that at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Every man realizes that it's like I tell the story, this is how the story goes for me. You're around attractive women. Mm-hmm. Most guys aren't. Mm-hmm. But you, you, you hear the stories of any, of any woman, right? And while you're hearing the stories, you hear them complaining about a guy. They're complaining about, man, he's not good to me. He don't ever text me back. He don't ever do this. He don't ever do A, B, C. Always complaining. Then in your male mind, you're like, damn. So maybe if I 
do all the things that she's complaining about, she will like me. All the things that she's interested in, then she'll want me. Mm-hmm. And then you begin to have that nice guy mentality. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, buy her flowers, tell you you love her, though she doesn't deserve it. Give her all that you know, validation. Give her all that validation. Mm-hmm. Bend over backwards. Three o'clock in the morning, she needs a ride from his house. Oh, I'm going to come get you. You're doing everything for her. And then what ends up happening is she's still with him. Yeah. And she doesn't even respect you. Yeah. And then guys like, yo, 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 yo. I, I did everything you asked. And they could, and the, guess what? The woman can never explain. They can never explain. She can it. never explain why she do it. Yeah. She can never explain it. She can she, she couldn't even go into detail why she does that. Yeah. She just does it because it's just what she likes. Yeah. Because she she will complain to you. I I, I, I tweeted about this. I said whatever she complains about complains about the most is what she loves. Yeah. That's what she loves the yeah. most. She loves the thug that's digging out her guts at three in the morning, then yeah. calling you for a favor, <laughs> calling you to pay her rent. Yeah. And she might give you a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Or she, or, with those lips. With those from, lips. From 3 o'clock in the morning. Or you might take her on a date, and then she give you some dry guts. Mm. And then she'll say, oh, it's about that time. Mm. I don't feel good. So she'll give you the hopes for years. Yeah. Then when she 35, when that, that phase comes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready now, Jonathan. I'm ready now, Billy. <laughs> and, and know what? And I love when me and AMS talked about it. Hollywood did so much garbage to put that in our brains. Mm-hmm. My favorite, one of my favorite movies was Forrest Gump. I never seen Forrest. Never Gump. seen nah, Forrest Gump, bro. You gotta, gotta see. Watch it. I don't want to ruin it for all you. Right, all right. But after you watch Forrest Gump, remember the girl. Her name is Jenny. Mm-hmm. Call me. Okay. I want to ruin. And then we're gonna talk about right, cool. how it puts it in your mind. But like you said, so many guys believe that. At the end of the rainbow, after I've done everything that she's wanted, then she's going to love me forever. But she doesn't love me. She's just tolerating you because she has no options. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always say, end of the day, I want to be a first overall draft pick. If you drafting players, I want to be the first person on your big board that you about to put bet the whole ranch for me. Right. I am not a free agent that you picking up after your fourth string quarterback got injured for the season. No, nah, that's not me. But so many guys are in that position and they're staying in that position. Wait your turn, baby. Somebody gonna somebody gonna come your way, baby. You know what I'm saying? Some somebody gonna come your way when you your time is coming. Mm. But her time been there since she was 18. That's why I say the the man's prime and the woman's prime is two different primes. Break it down for the people who don't know aware of this. Uh, so when she's 15. Mm-hmm. Her body is banging. She's not doing anything. For just putting that out there, yeah. right? She's not doing anything. 18, she starts to do things. Not with men her age, men older. 20, 22, 23, college. She looks good. She's looking good. She's getting all these dudes. She's getting all these bodies. She can get whoever she wants. The guy that's 18, he's just getting out of high school. Mm-hmm. You broke. You working at the bar. You ain't got no money. And the average guy ain't got the looks. You just now, you're just now hitting the weights. Yeah. You're not really going to see no... Re- you're going to see progress in six months. But if I'm talking about real progress, it's going to take you like three years. At least. At least three years. Three at to least. five years. At least. Cold progress. Yeah. So by the time you get the cold progress, you're 28. Yeah. 30. Your age. You're about to hit your prime. Yeah. It took you from the time you was born. Yeah. Till you was 
30, 35 to get female attention. Versus, we talking about the app. We ain't talking about anomalies. Yeah, yeah, we ain't yeah. talking about, you know, the celebrity. Yeah. Average Joe Schmo. That average guy ain't getting laid. Yeah, that's true. He not. Yes. He's not. He's The average guy is not getting laid. Yes. The average woman? Yes. <laughs> she's having her fair share. Mm-hmm. The average six is having 10 in her phone <laughs> right now. Yeah. But the six or the eight, that's a guy. That's that's this, this, they have this thing called looks, money, and status. That's why I say status is king, because when you have status, you have influence, yeah. and when you have influence, people want to do what you do, and not only do men see that, women see that, women want to be a part of that. Women don't know how much money you make when they're looking at you, but yeah. they know how much status you have. That's real. Then when they see the status, then they see the look, then they see the money. Yeah, but you don't have none of that. In your pre-prime years, yeah. women do. They have the looks. They have the beauty. They have the male thirst and attention. Men don't have that. Yeah, and that's just that's just what it is. Yeah. The the older we get, the colder we get. That's yeah. what I say, man. And one of the things I always try to encourage with the young men is that first and foremost, like I think the problem that a lot of dudes deal with is the insecurities, mm-hmm. which is why I created like a 10-step to healthy manhood course. Get it if you haven't gotten it already. Because the whole goal of it is that to deal with those issues from mom and all that, um, the damage and all the insecurities. But a lot of guys, what they do is that they hear their friends telling stories. And I'm from Atlanta. Atlanta is the, the, the king of the flex. Mm-hmm. Everyone's flexing with no muscles in Atlanta. So these guys are hearing all these stories about all these dudes, their friends bagging. And completely honest with you, they're not bagging the, the top-notch chicks. You 20, 21 years old with no money living at mom's house with driving that Ford Explorer. I'm sorry. The girls I know, they're not getting in that car. So they, so these guys then hear all these stories and they feel lesser than. They feel they, they, like they're not good enough. And then a lot of times when a guy feels like he's not good enough, he's lesser than, he just gives up. Mm-mm. Bump it. Mm-mm. Because every man must weigh his time. Yes. I'm not mama telling you. Your time is gonna come with a woman. Yes. But your time damn sure gonna come when it's time to be successful. Yes. Because that's how the most high designed us to be. Mm-hmm. He didn't design us to be to have the the the, the riches. Riches is subjective. Mm-hmm. Ten thousand dollars a month, eight thousand dollars a month is rich to somebody else with the less bills. Mm-hmm. Right? That's real. So you're not given the special life. In the early ages of your life, 21, 22. I was driving an Alero 2001. The AC wasn't working. It was my first car. Yeah. While I see dudes in my high school that's big time hustlers yeah. driving Mercedes Benz, and none of them chicks wanted me when I went to the black high school. Yeah. They, they weren't looking at me. Yeah. I ain't had no money. Mm-hmm. So, did I feel less than? No, my time is going to come. Yeah. So, for the guys that's listening to this video right now, you feel like you less than, you feel like as if uh, you're, you're not ahead of the, of the curve. First of all, listen to this video and apply what we teaching. And understand that your time going to come when you put the work in. We All men win in the end. Yeah. And I love that point. That's the, the message to me is you got to put the work oh, in. Oh, you got to put the work in. You got to put the you gotta work put in. You got to put the work in. You got to. And so I'm... I'm always telling young men, like you said, your time is going to come as long as you're putting the work in. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And and that's the part where I feel as though 
too many guys are not willing to put in the work. They're not. They're not going to put in the work. It just shows in the self-improvement videos. Yes. They're not going to put in the work. I had to go through five jobs, six jobs, getting fired for no reason to have a wake-up call that, bro, jobs ain't for you, bro. It's not destined for you, G. Yeah. Some guys get a job and, and, and they feel like they're not blessed with a job. A job is a blessing. Yeah. Everybody can't get a job. That's real. Everybody cannot get a job. You going somewhere from, from 10 to 10, wherever, work however many hours you want to work and stack your bread. Do that. Yeah. Stack your bread. Work on your credit because these things are going to matter when you're in your prime. Yeah. No money, no credit. Oh, you done for. Yeah. You done for, bro. Yeah. You don't got no, your, your resume now built the, one, the skills that you obtained when you were young. So don't give up on life because you're not where this bother is. Yeah. He might be an anomaly. Yeah. There is another, there's not another LeBron James. Yeah. Those are anomalies. And not even that. To me, it's not how you start the race, but how you finish. It's how you finish. A lot of dudes, as you know, who were, who were balling in high school, who, who had that fast money, who had that BMW, had all these things. Right now, at your age, it went like, boom. My God, and I just, my, yep. my ex-best friend, yeah. man, he was, the, he was the, the stuff in high school. Yeah. He was everything. Yeah. What are you doing right now? Nothing. <laughs> You see guys like Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Button wasn't all that good in the NBA. Look at him right now. Yeah. Brought his team to the Eagles Conference Finals. It's not where you start, but you don't get to where you want to finish without putting in those grinding years. Yeah. And those grinding years suck. You're going to have to go through a lot. Do you have the resilience? Yeah. Can you, can you go through adversity to get through those stages? Because that's where the man is built. The real world is not high school and college where you go to class and you get graded on your... Not even gonna use that in the real world. Yeah, the real world is when it hits you on your butt. Yeah, can you get back up and bounce back from that? That's get real. fired from your job? Can you keep the same mentality that you had? Mm. That's the real world. That's real, man. No, I, I love that, and I always say I think one of the the worst worst slash best parts of movies is whenever they have those little training monologues where right before like Rocky's about to fight Drago, then right before Rocky's about to fight Mr. T or whoever that hero is, mm -hmm. they have that little fast forward the sequence where they get in right in the gym with Michael B. Jordan and, and Creed. Creed yeah. You know what I mean? But what happens is in real life, that don't last 30 seconds. Nah. That don't last 30 days. Mm -mm. That lasts five, seven, eight. That lasts years, years. of constant grinding years. and busting to get to that destination. And too many guys who watch all these movies, all these cartoons, they think it's supposed to happen quick. Mm -hmm. So when it don't happen quick, guess what they do? Quit. They quit. You watch the Batman movie, Christian Bell. He was in that cave grinding. In the comics, I'm pretty sure he was in there for years. Yeah. Bruce Wayne wasn't built overnight. Yeah. You have to. You have. You have to start somewhere in life. It's if you're gonna have a day one or a day never. Mm. That's all depending on what you want to do with your life. Yeah. It's not gonna come overnight. The YouTube channels built don't come overnight. Nope. They don't come overnight. Not at all. And they start slow. <laughs> but once again, can you go through adversity? Yeah. Can you go through people trashing your name for no reason? Yeah. Can you go through people um um you know talking about you for no reason? Yeah. Can you go through the low view days of your videos? <laughs> Can you go through those days? Yeah. Because if you can go through those days, then you can make it through life. Man. One of my favorite videos by you is when you really push working out. Yeah. And one of the things you're like, bro, if you cannot discipline yourself lifting the weights, because you have to do something that sucks, 
and I and I and I sent that video to everybody because, like you said, that that discipline and doing what sucks is what's gonna build you to be successful later on. But what I really want to talk about next with you is one of the videos I know a lot of people sent me by you is a lot of the no fap content. Mm-hmm. And man, that is something that I feel has been so transformational. Like you said, not in hundreds, not in thousands, but millions of men around the world. So for the guys who don't understand, don't know what it is, no fap is simply just no pornography, no masturbation for the extended period of time for the sake of, you know, building up semen retention, building up your testosterone to be able to be your best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And whenever I've literally seen almost every single guy who engages in that blossom. I blossom, bro. <laughs> like. So what, what made you want to do it? And then what were your results from it? I was tired of having ED. Yeah. Real talk. You with a fine chick and you can't even get up because you watching porn. A lot of, I won't say all men, but a lot of men can, can and then the woman be like, is it me? Nah, it's me. Mm. I'm watching something that's not even real, thinking I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm busting gallons of nuts everywhere, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Thinking it's me. Yeah. And, and it's, that's, not, that's not reality. Mm. Then you're you, you taking away from your, your testosterone. I think, I think it does take away from your testosterone yeah. when you're doing it all of the time, yeah. right? Then you don't have a, you don't feel like doing nothing after you're done. Mm-hmm. Never notice when you hold it in for days or weeks or months. You you just on energetic mode. Yeah. When you get with a chick, you on hawk mode. <laughs> you ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you constantly waste your energy, you constantly waste your time, man. This is you draining your life away. Yeah. So I tell dudes, man, like, try your best not to do it. Yeah. If you can't go gold turkey. Once a week, then go once a month. Yeah. Then go once every two months. Yeah. Then then it's like it's just you never do it again. Yeah. Man, cause I think what somebody once told me, he broke it down like this. There's many different angles to it, but he said, like, as a male animal, mm-hmm. your job is to reproduce. Mm-hmm. Right? And the way our body knows we're reproducing is obviously by having sex. Mm-hmm. So what porn does to the brain is that porn tricks your brain into thinking that I'm having sex consistently. Mm-hmm. So the dudes are watching porn three, four, five, ten, their brains are thinking that, yo, I'm getting all these chicks 24-7. Nah, you know. But what ends up happening is all that energy that your body, really that testosterone, all that energy your body's giving you is to push you to build, to be able to get more options, be able to get more women, be able to help you reproduce your seed. Mm. That's what that energy is for. Right. But when your body is like, wow, no, man, shoot, feed, step, man, this dude getting five, seven chicks a day, shoot, man, we don't got to do nothing. He's good. Mm-hmm. And you're not. You're not good. You're at your mom's house. You got a Pornhub subscription instead of getting a gym membership, and you're playing video games all day. Credit you are not up. credit mess if you got credit. <laughs> right. If you got it, you don't even got to establish. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then your body is literally thinking that you're good. So that's why you're lazy. That's why you got no energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like you said, when you do get an opportunity, which is once in a blue moon, if you're not living your if you're not living your life right, it don't go up. It don't grow up. And so to me, it's just like, yo, as a young man, this is this is part of the discipline. Mm-hmm. I always say a man's superpower is sexual discipline. You master sexual discipline, you good for life. You good that for and life. food, them them the two strongest urges. Mm. That and food. Yeah. Especially when you dieting, you trying to get lean. Do you know how hard? I don't care what nobody say. That, that's the hardest sport. Because it's, it's all mental. Mm. Even basketball and football and track, hockey, 
Baseball, those are mental sports too. But to stop yourself from eating that cake when everybody eating the cake. Mm. Or stop yourself from eating the burgers when everybody eating the burgers. That's hard. That's hard. Because that one burger going to set you back two days. Mm. Now you trying to dig yourself out the rut. You busting gallons on yourself, right? <laughs> Every day. That's setting you back three days. They say, I think it's like it takes seven days for the sperm to, to or three to four days mm. for the sperm to re- redevelop back in your system. Yeah. Every time you bust the sperm, that's like a, a lot of drops of blood. Yeah. So what? You got guys doing that four times a day? And they're wondering why they ain't successful. And then when they get with a chick, they can't even get up. Yeah. Then their testosterone level's messed up. Then you got your priorities not right. But like I say, it's all depending on what the man wants to do with his life. Mm. That's what it's... At the end of the day, you could do whatever you want to do because it's your life. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Are you going to wake up every morning like, oh, I got to do this forever? Is that how you want your life to be? Yeah. Or do you wake up for that for about five, eight, ten years grinding? Because mm-hmm. when I worked a job, I didn't hate my job because I used it as a tool. Mm-hmm. I was happy Porsche pushing the forklift. Oh yeah, I'm finna get this money. Finna use this money. Put it in here. Oh, it it got so bad to the point when they said, "Steph, you can't work overtime no more." Mm. That's how much I was in the job. Every every man right now should be be working overtime. You should be stacking your bread right now, because money matters, credit matters, business matters. That matters. That's the real world, not high school and college. Because after you get your degree, what you get a degree for? To get money. What you getting your degree for? To build yourself up. Because to work on your career, that's what matters. High school don't matter. The diploma matters. The experience matters. But the classes, you're not going to use that in real life. Mm. Guys, you need to really buckle down to what they really want out of life. Mm. How old were you when you figured out what exactly you wanted out of life? 18. 18. I figured I figured what I wanted to do at 18. What was that? I wanted to be a motivational speaker and a, and a personal trainer. That was my that that's what I wanted to do right there. Yeah. That was my goal. I didn't want to do nothing else. That that, that that was it. And everybody, you sure you want to do that? Best friends, uncle. I still won't forget this conversation. Right before I left to Texas, we was talking. Man, why you want to move to Texas, man? I don't think you're gonna make it. I'm crying. Not not sad tears, but just. Anger. Yeah. I don't think you're going to make it, bro. Damn, for real? Nah, man, you might as well just better off going to school and work somewhere for the next 10 years. Everybody can't be an entrepreneur, bro. But see, you can't let people put their limitations on you. Mm. I was 18. I figured out what I wanted to do. I was 18. I figured out I didn't need to go to college. Yeah. What I wanted to do did not require a degree. I'm not telling guys don't go to school because yeah. you might want to be a lawyer. You got to go to school, G. Exactly. A nurse. Yeah. You got. I'm not saying school ain't. I'm not saying don't go to school. Go to school. That's why I just made the video the other day. Yeah, yeah. Go to school because yeah. you need school. But for what I wanted to do, yeah. I didn't need school. That's real. That self awareness is key, man. That self awareness is key. And like I said, going back to that manhood course that I created, that's so important. Every man goes on that journey to figure out where he's going. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always say, like, you got to reverse engineer your life. At 55, at 60, what do you want to be? How much money do you want to have? What kind of woman do you want by your side? What kind of kids do you want to have? You need to have a plan, and then you need to begin to work towards that plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, right now, we in Austin. 
if I'm like, yo, I want to go to New York City, but then you see me hopping in a car and driving west, I'm going the wrong way. Yeah, you're going, New, you're New York going, City is east. It's that way. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So too many guys, since they don't know where they're going, they're going north, they're going south, they, they, just, they just driving by, but they, don't, they never went on that journey to figure out what do I want? What do I want to be? And how am I supposed to get there? And I love that you said at 18, that's what you decided. That's what I decided. I wasn't I wasn't going nowhere. Yeah. My twin brother is a Twitch streamer. He been he been doing games since he was 15. So why would he want to go anywhere else? Yeah. Why don't you do what you good at and monetize it? Yeah. Why don't you call that your purpose? Yeah. And then use the 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 jobs or the side hustles as tools to invest in your purpose. Mm-hmm. Because your purpose is gonna bring value to everybody. Mm-hmm. This is valuable. What I'm doing is valuable. What he's doing is valuable. But if we're not on our purpose, we can become valuable. Mm. That's what I try to tell people. What you? What are you good at that you can monetize? Yeah. What are you good at that people find value in? Yeah. Do that yeah. while doing that. Yeah. But do that. Man, that's real. Something that we were talking about earlier, and I want to talk about a little bit now, man, is this idea that for a lot of, especially in the black community, we have this crabs in a barrel mentality. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We have this um, tear each other down mentality. Gary Vee once said, "There's two ways of building the biggest business. Two ways of building the biggest building in town. The first way is to actually build the biggest building in town. The second way is to tear everyone else's down so that yours is the only one in town." And so, one of the biggest things here is that I'm like, "Yo, I'm so obsessed with not only me building the big biggest building, but helping Steph build the biggest building because we all can win." We all Everybody eat. can eat. We all Everybody, eat. and we can help each other. Right. But so many people don't have that mindset. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. They don't have that direction. They, they, don't, they don't. They don't. They don't. They really don't think that way. How, like, what are your thoughts on some of the, some of those ideas? It's true. Yeah. Some dudes just feel like, oh, you got lucky. Yeah. So let me put you on your measure and put you where I'm at with my life. Mm. It's it's just what it is. Oh, you got lucky, bro. You 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 not really who you say you is. Let me let me do something to you that's gonna knock you off your square. Yeah. Not nothing that I can put you on. We could do the same thing. Mm. Anybody can do it. Yeah. It's just depending on how much hard work you put in. Yeah. Why would you hate on the next man, your brother at that? Your brother at that on his success, on what he's doing. Aren't you trying to do the same thing? Wouldn't you be happy if he was in your shoes? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you congratulate him instead of instead of um not congratulating him. Mm-hmm. Somebody does something to your brother that's in a positive light and you give your two cents as in negative. What does that say about you? Mm. It says that you're a hater. It says that you has always been envious mm. and some people have it in them. Yeah. And I just feel like this is a message to all the guys. Anybody can be successful because success is subjective. But it's all depending on what you want to do. Yeah, you cannot be mad at the next man for the decisions that he made in his life to improve, especially if he came from the same environment you came from, the hood, the same environment, the same opportunities, the same tools. It's just my mindset was different than yours. Mm. That's why I moved the way I moved. Man, no, that's good, man. And and I, I, the point that I love that you said, you said, I can help you get here. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. You're mad that Steph is where he's at. 
instead of tearing him down, why don't you say, hey, Steph, hey, brother, I, mean, I, I, I love what you built, man. Can you help me get to where you're at? And, you, and we'll be more than willing. More to, than willing. More than willing to help. But no, they feel like I'm going to tear down. I'm going to I mean, you know, share some hate. I'm going to spread some negativity his way. And we have this culture, especially amongst men, where so many men are failing because no one is willing to help. Yeah. Because my thing is, I tell the people who watch my videos all the time, there is no way in hell you should went through what I went through. I'm giving you all the games. I'm telling you, avoid all the pitfalls. I'm telling you, yo, do this instead. There is no reason. I'm giving you every single thing. I do free sessions. I'm giving, I'm calling these guys on the phone. I'm giving you every single thing you need to win. Yep. And Steph is doing the same exact thing. So there's no reason for this young, this generation before us, because you and I both know it. When we were coming up, <laughs> there was no one trying to help. Nobody. No one was trying to help. They were just saying, oh, this is my, this is mine. This is mine. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, I can't mess with you. And then we had to learn it the hard way. Mm -hmm. But we're like, no, young generation, nah, homies our age, we're giving you all the game for free. Mm-hmm. But people still hating on it. And it's remarkable. I, 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 I honestly just I don't even I don't even tune into it no more. Yeah. Because I do my best to help people. Yeah. That's all I want to do is help people. That's what help coaches are. That's what content creators are. They're helping people, yeah. shining value on people to help change their life. But some people say it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. I'm not gonna respond to it. Yeah. I don't respond to no hate, yeah. no 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 negative energy, yeah. and I don't want to see it. But the hate only comes, or should I say, the negative energy only comes when they know you became somebody. Mm, that's true. It never comes when you at 10k, mm -hmm. 20k, 30. Oh, AMS shout you out. Okay, we gotta attack them now. Mm. The goat shouted you out. We gotta come for you now. Yeah. Oh, LeBron put you on the platform? Not me, but I'm yeah, just speaking yeah, yeah, in, in... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, we got we to gotta criticize him now. Let's bring him down a little bit. He, mm. Now he think he too cold. Still humble. Mm. Let's just put the work in. It could be you. Now, look, it's FedEx. We the four horsemen now. Mm. But what did we do to get there? MJ Get Right, uh, AMS, myself. What did we get there? What did we do? Made daily uploads. Made daily uploads every single day. Mm-hmm. What did I say in the beginning of the show? You're not respected by men unless you get results. Mm. Period. And when you hate on the next man for getting results, they say a lot about you. Because mm. you can get the same results. Yeah. Right now, there's a guy who's been watching this episode. He's 26 years old. He's got no money, got no credit, got no car, staying at mama's house. Mm -hmm. He's lost. He's confused. He's he's feeling motivated, but he has no idea where the hell to go. Mm -hmm. Steph, he he said, "Give me a step by step direction to get out of this hole that I'm in." Perfect. Go ahead. No money. Sign up for the temp agency. You got your ID. That's all you need. ID, social security card. Go to the temp agency. They're gonna start you next Monday. You making twelve dollars an hour. Got a job out the way. No credit. Get you a secure credit card. Use the money you got from the job. Put in your secure credit card. Put a hundred dollars on there. Bet. It, wherever the job that you're going to work at, catch the bus there, Uber there if you have to. Catch the bus there. You, you might have to work out two, you might have to wake up two hours early to get there on time. You might have to do that for the next two months. Put that in your head right now so you don't be like, huh, be happy because I'm going to use this money at this temp service because they're going to hire you on. 
depending on how hard you work, depending on you're dependable, you're motivated, not by the work you're doing, but by the outcome you're going to get from the work. Does that make sense? Yes. So now use that money to buy the car. Now you got your credit right, you got the car, and now you just got moved her from tent to a hire. Now you use the money that you got. To, hold on. Don't get a fi- don't finance a car. Get a hoop deep. Mm-hmm. Get something that's reliable. Then you do that. Now you work on your department. And you you build you you're paying off your secure credit card, your credit is going up. So now when your income go up over the course of three, four, five years, then you get the car you want with less interest, less down payment. Then you get a better position. Now you're in a better place. Mm-hmm. But it starts with getting on that bus, something you don't want to do. It starts with being in that temporary line for three hours. I had to do it. Mm. It starts with waking up at uh, five in the morning to catch that bus to get to work, working from uh, seven to seven, six days in a row. I had to do it. So it starts with you making that leap of faith. If there's no faith, there is no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way for you to go without the faith. So you got to have faith in yourself at 26 I can do this. It's not. It's not the end of the world. Cause it's not the end of the world. Twenty six is young. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world, bro. So don't give up on life because you in a rut. Use the rut as motivation. Mm. Use that pain as motivation. Don't use it to cry and you just quit. Mm-hmm. Got that from ET, man. Shout out to the goat. Shout out to the goat. Yeah. Now I, that's crazy that you mentioned that because I had a family member who um, my family's from Nigeria. He came to America. Probably I know you strong. <laughs> <laughs> he came he came to America probably when he was sixty years old. Mm-hmm. Kid you not. He would he got a job at McDonald's as a fry cook. Mm-hmm. In Nigeria, he was a teacher. He was a retired prof- professor in Nigeria. Now mind you got retired professor in Nigeria. Wow. But when he wanted to come to America. He knew that sometimes in America they don't they don't they don't take that like validate those degrees. Mm-hmm. So he said he needed a job. Mm-hmm. Fry cook at McDonald's, sixty years old. Wow. He would walk to work every day, two hours walk to go to work. Sixty years old. And so when we have people like you said, who don't want to get on the bus, the bus you gonna get a twenty minute ride at max. They don't, they don't want to do this job. But this six-year-old man walked to McDonald's to flip burgers for 10 hours a day. And then he stuck, like you said, he stacked up the bread. You know what I mean? Then eventually, he got their own transportation. They got a hoopty. You know what I mean? Like this 1994 van. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Got me from point A to point B. That's it. That's all you need. This, see, this is this, 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 this what the guys got to understand, man. Don't worry about the chicks while you doing that. Mm. It don't matter. Worry about why you still broke and why you still at mama house and why you still fat. Those three things you need to worry about. Mm. Not why some chick flaked or why she don't like you. Worry about that when you cold. Okay, she flaked. I still don't care. When you do get the money, don't go buy dumb stuff. Stack your bread. Oh, I want them new drawers. You sure you want them? You sure? I'll just wear the same shoes you're going to wear. Do that for about a month or two, three months. Then you can get the new Jordan and just still got money stacked. Mm-hmm. That's 
that's how you do it. Don't don't start you working this job, you in the temp agency, then you get hired on the job. Don't start spending your money on reckless things because you feel like I got the paycheck coming. Because guess what? They can do the same thing they did to me. They can do the same thing to you. Mm-hmm. You got to go. But if you was stacking, stacking, I ain't going to the club. Stacking. It's a time for that. Stacking. I see my family when it's Thanksgiving. It's September right now. I'm stacking, baby. Mm-hmm. I see y'all in two months. It's eight weeks. What's that? Mm-hmm. Power come on every Sunday. Count it like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. The power come on this Sunday. That's one week. That's two weeks. Damn, by you know it's six weeks. <laughs> you got hella bread stacked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man. And what what I hope the people got seeing what we're trying to do with this episode was we didn't even talk about no women. Mm-mm. We didn't talk about no dating tips. Mm-mm. We didn't even talk about no game, no nothing. It's simply about you as a man being the best version of yourself for yourself. Because mm-hmm. yeah. once, you, once you get that, then the game is easy. And and to me, I kid you not, for some reason, I don't know what we have to do to get that in young men's minds. Mm-hmm. So I always say, this is an interesting conversation about high value. I'm interested in knowing your definition. Mm-hmm. I've always said, last year with the podcast, it got to a level where I started connecting with some dudes who, who make serious money, who have serious authority. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hanging around them. I'm not even them. I don't got their money. I don't right. got their cars. I don't got I'm just around them. And the kind of women <laughs> that would come. See, the difference is it's one thing when you're Steph and you have to DM somebody. Another when your Steph is cold and they're DMing you. Uh, I'm going through it right now, bro. It's another, I think guys don't realize that. It's a whole, it's a different, whole ball game. different ball game. It's a whole different ball game. It's like it's a whole new world. So when I was around these guys, I, like, like I said, the women that you guys are are, are salivating over on Instagram, these girls, 100,000, millions of followers, we will be out. They would come, sit down, and flirting with... And I was just like, ah. I didn't know that was even real. It's real. But these guys, what they did, they worked on themselves. They worked on their purpose. They was just like you. They was just like you 10 years ago, bro. They was, they was just like you, the 18-year-old kid who ain't have nothing. Who drove the hoopty? Who caught the bus to work? But now they ain't a prime. <laughs> now they millionaire, or they high six figure earners, or they success, or they success is subjective to them, and they feel like whatever it is that they doing, they're successful. They're high value men. And for a uh, for young men to say, "Oh, Steph, how you know it's easier when you become on that level?" Just just look at all the men that's on that level. Mm-hmm. It's easy because they come to you. Yeah, it's that easy. Yeah. But once again, <laughs> guys don't want to put the work in. Oh my! The hardest part is when your stomach is growling and the burger is right there, or you got to eat the chicken and the jasmine rice and the broccoli. What you gonna do? Mm. That's the work. That's the work. The chicken, the broccoli, and the rice is the work, and the burger that tastes good in that moment. But you regret it. Mm-hmm. Three days later, a week later, you still fat. A month later, you still fat. Three years later, your homie see you. Damn, you still fat. <laughs> or that jazz and rice and that chicken and that protein shake. You waking up, you getting leaner. You waking up, you getting leaner. You waking up, you looking better. It, guess what happens when you get leaner? Three years later, four years later, you getting bigger. Oh, chicks are looking at me now. Yeah. <laughs> and when you're getting disciplined on your diet, you're disciplined in other areas in your yeah. life. 
your business, your career, your finances. Man. Man, that that that's something that I just I'm constantly trying to figure out. How can we let men see that? And that's why I bring men like you on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of you guys may not be able to talk to Steph. Right. May not be able to talk to AMS, talk to Kevin, talk to Gary V, talk to Devon Franklin, talk to Hassan Minaj, talk to all these different... I know you guys may not be able to do it, but I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to grind. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to... Re- like If we told you the stories, what it took to get a guy like Jay Prince on the podcast... You know what I mean? To, to get all these different people, like, to be able to give you guys this message that you got to put in the work and there is success on the other side. No matter where you're at, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the facts. It's, it's okay to not be okay. That's fine. Yeah. You having your bad days, yeah. your bad weeks, yeah. but to stay there yeah. a month, two months, yeah. you, you, you're in misery. Yeah. Now you're acting like a woman. Now you're complaining and staying the same all yeah. day. It's not okay to stay there. Mm. I'm bad. I didn't want to cut you off. Nah, nah, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I'm thinking about another guy. I like to think about guys who are watching these videos. I just want to give them some gems. Mm-hmm. A guy right now, 20 years old, got his first heartbreak. Devastated. Mm-hmm. Can't even think. Crying all the time. Mm-hmm. Can't playing games. Just not. Just not motivated by nothing. What What would you tell a man like that who's who's just in the dumps? Who's just Unmotivated about life. What would you give that? What would you say to that individual? It's gonna be chicks that look bad in her, wanting to worship you at the sidewalk that you walk on mm-hmm. every day. It's okay, bro, because it was me. I thought that that was the woman in my dreams. I was a blue pill beta snap. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, it happened to me, bro. What we gonna do right now to fix it? Are we gonna stay in that mindset forever? Are you gonna go back to her, or are you gonna move on? It's gonna hurt. Yeah, it hurt, bro. You gonna cry. It's going to hurt. But guess what, bro? It's going to be women that look way colder than her years down the road. They're not. You're not going to want her. She's going to want you. Yeah. And it's a different ball game when a chick wants you more than you want her. Explain that to people. What I mean by that is she doing all the pursuing, all the flirting, all the touchy, all the setting up, the dates and all that, she's confirming with you. <laughs> oh, hey, we still on for today? <laughs> she said, because she likes you. Yeah. She finds you interesting. And that and, and that same girl, you digging her, that she buck, that <laughs> same girl, it's going to feel better than the chick that you got to chase and pursue, like the one that just left you at 20, G. Mm. Or... You might be, it might be multiple ones that leave you 20, 21, 22, if you make the same mistakes you made in your 20s. Exactly. So that's what I mean when I say the women who are pursuing you more and better when you're later in your life versus the chicks that you chasing right now at 20. Mm. Let the ball come to you. You'll get more points. (laughs) Man, though, this is, man, (laughs) Steph, man, so many gems, so much. So much game. And I just think that the end of the day, the the message that I'm getting from you, the message that we're trying to put into every piece of content we put out is you have to put in the work. Yep. There is an input 
output correlation that exists in life. Yep. You want to get a certain body, you got to put certain hours in the gym. Yep. You want to get a certain dollar amount, you got to put certain hours in the work. You have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. So you can either complain about it or you got to put in the work. So you, we've been saying this so many times, but one more time, Steph, what is the uh, 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 closing message you want to give to men to help them get up off the couch and put in the actual work? The women are always going to be there. Your life ain't. Your health ain't. The cars ain't. The money that you want to achieve ain't going to always be there. Women are always going to be there. You can get fired from your job tomorrow. That woman's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. That woman that left yesterday, she's still going to be there. That job that you got fired from ain't. The car that you have to get back because you ain't made the payments on time ain't. Why don't you take your life more serious? Start taking, start doing the daily discipline so you can improve on an everyday basis. What good is it to be red pill if you're not using it? Isn't red pill following what's true? How is following the chick true? That's not true. But it might be true to you because that's what you've been taught. So if it's true to you, then you're going to fall down the line and all the other guys that's not succeeding. Because success is greater than women any day of the week. Mm. But if you put women over your success, you'll find women doing this <laughs> instead of coming to you closer like the mic. Mm. So my ending message with these guys today is this. <sighs> Don't be a simp and take your life serious. We only got one life to live. Yeah. One life to live. Yeah. Have fun, but take life serious. Yeah. And if you don't get on your grind now, you're going to damn sure regret it later in life. Exactly. Patrick Bet Davis said a lot of people talk about the grumpy old grandpa, the grumpy old man, and like, man, grandpa, why are you so mad? Uncle, why are you so mad? Mm-hmm. Why is he so mad? Why are these old men so mad? Because he's looking at his life with a bunch of regrets. Mm-hmm. And that's not what I want, what we want any of you young men to do. But Seth, you know what? I'm going to give him one more segment. All right, cool. Let's go. But I'm going to save it for Patreon. <laughs> so we're going to save it for Patreon because this is where I, now we get to, now we got the man yeah. getting his mindset. Now we can get into the dating advice. All right, cool. Now we got it. Now we're going to get in, get into more of the, the, the female nature. But I want the guys to have to sacrifice a bit to get this content. So we're going to save it for Patreon. So guys, link in the description, patreon.com slash roommates. That's where Steph is going to give you guys a one-on-one on female nature and how to better date in this modern climate. But Steph, man, for those who do not decide to um, hop on Patreon. Yeah, you better hop on Patreon. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Where can they find you at? Where can they where, where can they access you at? Find me on Instagram, Steph is cold. Uh, find me on YouTube, Steph is cold. Um, and that's it. Uh, if you want my email, go to stephiscold.com. Send me an email if you want a question. And uh, that's where you can find me at, man. Yeah, but Steph, man, no, I appreciate you, man. You are a blessing, man. Like I said, my my you winning is me winning, man. So like I said, I, I look forward to many more conversations. You definitely, know what I mean? Definitely. Look forward to, you know, maybe interviewing you when you hit that Forbes list. You know what I mean? In the definitely. future, man. But but appreciate it so much, guys. So like I said, link in the description below. We're going to Patreon. Talk about female nature. My name is Hafiz, and I'm joined by... Steph is cold. We are the roommates and adios. All right, Steph, let's go ahead and talk about female nature. So for people who do not know female nature, in your opinion, well, how would you summarize female nature? Female nature is just pretty much 